Megan, Megan, making conversation, podcasting beacon for the nation, for helpful, healthy information, and having fun getting it done. Yeah, that's all. Megan, Megan, making conversation now. Hey, everybody. Welcome back for your next installment of Meg Squared. Hello. Hello. <laughs> A little oh. subdued this morning. Yeah. It's been, it's been quite a weekend. Meg, how was your weekend? Oh, you know, did uh, did a few workouts with some friends? <laughs> did some did some stuff. Did some moved stuff. some things. Pick things up, put them down. Yeah. Couldn't walk down the stairs for a few days, but you know. Couldn't walk down the stairs. That sounds that sounds intense. I feel like we're experiencing a little deja vu here. I feel like the last time we talked, we couldn't walk down the stairs. What's happening to us? Oh my gosh, we need more squats, I guess. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> or recovery. Yeah, I like Give ourselves more recovery time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, enough. Enough of the. Enough of the hidden agenda here, y'all. We're back <laughs> because Meg and I just finished with the CrossFit quarterfinals. We did it. Woo! Hey! Yay! And um, we're a little beat up, but not too bad. Actually, I don't feel as bad as I did after 21.3. I was realizing I agree. this morning. <clears throat> my legs are my legs are tired, but like they're moving. I could I could probably do kind of an active recovery training day, not training day, like active recovery workout if I wanted to. Um, but in general, I'm gonna give my central nervous system a little bit of a break per our last conversation because yeah, we've been working out every day since Friday. And these were intense workouts. So we thought we would take you through our experience, a little self-indulgent, but our experience mm. with the quarterfinals. So we've had a lot of people asking great questions and a lot of people who came out to support us and, uh, and thought that we would share our experience from the weekend and some things that we learned and, uh, and, and how we're going to move ahead after having this experience. So Meg, did you want to add anything to what our plan is for the day? No, I'm just really excited to talk about. For the whole day. Yeah. I know, I'm excited to talk about this <laughs> one too. So you may be asking, what are the quarterfinals? Um, and the quarterfinals are a part of the qualifying process to get to the CrossFit Games. So I, I know it might be a little disappointing, but Meg and I learned this weekend that we will not be going to the CrossFit Games. Uh, we were so uh, we're close though. So close, <laughs> so close. Uh, I mean, not I was by a couple I could thousand. Really taste it. <laughs> I could really I feel that noble clothes. <laughs> those free noble clothes on, you know. The, All those clothes. The box shoes. of goodies, right? We're Who so close. gotten my new lifters? Next Dang. year. Uh, next year, size next seven year. and a half <clears throat> yep size nine wide <laughs> <laughs> all right so so the process to get to the crossfit games starts with the open so we mm -hmm. had a group of um beacon athletes who participated in the beacon open we had some other beacon athletes who participated in the crossfit open and the open is the open stage of qualifying workouts to proceed to the next stage on the way to the CrossFit Games. And the, the idea of the Open is that it's open to everyone. They did a really great job, I thought, mm. this year of making it accessible to as many different athletes who wanted to participate as possible, including people who didn't have access to the gym, including a new adaptive division. Uh, it was, I just thought they did a really nice job. 
The next stage is the quarterfinals. And the way quarterfinals uh, was going to unroll this year, unfold this year is what I meant to say. Um, and they've never done it this way before, but that the top 10% of athletes in each division, in each continent, they were calling them, would proceed to the quarterfinals. So the different divisions, they have a men's division and a women's division, and then the different continents slash regions, uh, the one that we would be paying attention to would be North America. Mm -hmm. So that's Canada, United States, Mexico. And, um, and there were a couple different, different um, things to be paying attention to there. And what, uh, what we were going to be watching was what women in North America were going to be getting on each of those four events. So um, that's, that's the qual the quarterfinals. And then there's stages after the quarterfinals. And we'll talk about that, you know, maybe, maybe near the end, but there are a couple more steps for athletes who, who are going to move on from the quarterfinals. There's a couple more steps to get to the games. So before we move on anything I missed there, quarterfinals. Nope. Okay. So what do the quarterfinals look like? First of all, they gave us a two-week-ish break after the Open, which isn't very much time. It did not feel like two weeks. It sure didn't. Because actually, if you did your final workout on a Monday, which yeah. neither of us did, but if you did it on the final Monday of the Open, they actually released the quarterfinal events about a week and a half later, like 10 days later. So <clears throat> not much time at all. But the way quarterfinals ran was they released the workouts last Thursday mm -hmm. at 3 p.m. So I was actually in the middle of coaching. So I was like, 3 p.m. I was like, oh my gosh, they knew the workouts. Yeah. 3 p.m. they released the workouts. And, um, and we also learned the way that the workouts were going to roll out in terms of how we had to perform them. So there were five workouts. And you had to submit your scores from events one and two before three o'clock on Friday, events three and four by three o'clock on Saturday, and event five by three o'clock on Sunday. But you could do the workouts in whatever order you wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And we actually knew the floor plan layouts of the five workouts ahead of time as well. So there was some speculation about what some of the workouts were going to be. <clears throat> and I can safely say I didn't predict any of them correctly. <laughs> But Meg I had some Castro. movements that I called, so I felt good about that. Yeah, Meg Castro <laughs> did not guess the correct no. workouts, but, no. you know, I would have enjoyed what you you put out to us, though. Yeah, I think that's what I was going for. He's going for. Bring out that mind. energy. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to, we had three of us, well, four of us from Beacon who are going to be uh, who, who qualified three of us who are planning to do the workouts at Beacon, who were going to be, um, working with our schedules together. And so we had to strategize, um, how we were logistically going to get the workouts done so that scores could be submitted. And Kristen was super helpful with that. We had to strategize how we were going to access all the equipment. Like for instance, we don't have a GHD anymore. So we, started talking to um, some other CrossFit gyms in Portland, Misfit and Yarmouth to figure out if we were going to be able to use their GHDs and, and just generally come up with a strategy for how we were going to tackle these workouts, um, especially because some of them were really just looked like they were really going to 
compromise certain body parts. And so in terms of like getting, getting them done in a slightly different order so that you are maximizing recovery and rest and all of that. Um, and then Kristen also did just such an amazing job, not only with the logistics, but also organizing the spectator energy yeah. and or like created this special spectator class for 10 people to sign up for. So we had we had energy and vibe and and all of that while we were working out, which was just amazing. I mean, it's what it what it's what makes competing fun is having mm -hmm. that energy. Like yeah. Working out with people is super fun, but having people there just to hype you up is like I just guess their it's, job. It's, it's their job and it's takes it next level. So anything else about what we did that we want to make sure people know? Uh, maybe, well, I guess maybe we'll, we'll talk about this later, but um, we decided that we were going to do um, we weren't going to go in order of the events kind of we did but on day one we actually completed test one then test four then test two so are we going to go over the workouts later or i guess we should go over it now yeah so okay. i'll go over the workouts Perfect. um test one was and i'm going to pull it up so i say it all right even though it should be fresh in my mind, I just did it. Test one. We had three rounds of uh, 10 strict handstand push-ups, 10 dumbbell, two dumbbell hang power cleans, and then 50 double unders. Then you're resting a minute and going into three rounds of 10 kipping handstand push-ups, 10 dumbbell shoulder overheads, and then 15 double unders. Then we moved on to test number four which was the four rep max front squat, which was 20 minutes long. Um, then that same day, <laughs> this is our third workout of the day. Uh, Coach Michelle was able to get us hooked up at CrossFit Yarmouth and we were able to visit our old GHD um, and uh, use their rope and everything um, to do test three. Um, and it was kind of, it was pretty cool because they had they also had their spectators there um, and were able to to play around with CFY's spectators and their athletes. Um, and we did, well, we'll talk about those too. But the workout was 60 GHG sit-ups, six rope climbs, 60 um, alternating single leg squats. Then I went down to 50, 550. Um 40, 4, 40, 30, 3, 30, with a time cap of 20. So that was just day one. <laughs> uh, day three, or sorry, uh, day two, which was Saturday, we had to finish this um, before 3 p.m. Uh, we decided to come and we did this workout outside of Beacon at 10.30 or 11, and it was 120 wall balls and then 120 calorie row. Um, and we finished off on Sunday around the same time, 11, 11 a.m., we did nine reps, six reps, three reps of a snatch and a burpee box jump over with a heavy weight and a really tall box. <laughs> to put it in perspective, I am six, uh, 62 inches, 63 inches, mm -mm. good day. Fifth. Oh, six, yeah, 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 sorry, math. 
<laughs> I had the five. I was like, oh. no, you're five too, but yeah, 62. I am it. not six foot, but yeah, 62 <laughs> inches. Uh, and this box was 30 inches. Mm. <laughs> it was a good jump. Oh my gosh. But yeah, you were five so springy. I tried, you know, <laughs> did not want to fail. <laughs> those yeah, are our workouts. So so those are the workouts and, and I mean, it was, it was fun to even just think through the strategy of how we were going to do them. Think, mm. thinking through the logistics. <clears throat> um, and I think in the end, I think we, we made some good choices about just the strategy, uh, the order, I should say that we did the, the, um, events in and, and all of that. So what we wanted to talk about next was kind of our, our biggest takeaway and probably the biggest focus of, of this conversation that we wanted to have with y'all was going back to the conversation we had a bit ago about mindset and just how much that played into this weekend <clears throat> and weekends like this. And, um, and so I'm, I'm going to take you through a little bit of, of my mindset journey if you'll allow me, um, and, and kind of where I started and where I ended up here on Monday morning recording this. So, so going into the open, um, when they first announced this quarterfinals, um, stage, I, I got kind of excited and I, and in the interest of full disclosure, I always go into the open with a little trepidation. I, I'm at the point now where I do it. I know it kind of messes up my training plan. I know I end up sore and I have to schedule lots of body work with, <laughs> with people, which is not a terrible thing, but, um, and it's just a very different sort of training for me. Generally I'm training to feel good. I train on the days I feel good. I train on the days my schedule works and I try not to overthink it or overcomplicate it because then it's not super fun for me, but the open is, it's a little bit different. So when they announce the top 10%, uh, the reason I got excited is because for the last two opens, for whatever reason, I, I've been sort of paying attention to where I was falling in, in the percentages of performance. And what I was seeing um, for the last two opens was that I was performing in about the, the 88 to 89th percentile on average um, for workouts in the open. Sometimes I was in closer to the middle 80s. Sometimes I was in the closer to the lower 90s. Um, using my super highly advanced math skills, I was averaging out to about the 90th percentile. And so I was like, huh, the quarterfinals, that could be me. I'm feeling pretty fit this year. Um, that that's kind of interesting. That might be a, a goal to, to have. <clears throat> um, and, and Meg will talk a little bit more about what, what that meant to learn that, uh, for her journey as well. But that was something that I, was aware of and was was helping me frame the open in a different way than I ever have before. In the middle of the open, I, I had a great first workout for me. I had a lot of wins that I was super excited about. After the second workout, meh, not super excited. It didn't feel like 90th percentile. It didn't pan out in time to be 90th percentile. And I was just feeling pretty let down and unsure that I was going to meet my goal. Um, if I had a similar performance in the, in the third workout, 
it wasn't going to pan out. So I had to grapple with that reality and, and also let it go. Cause there was one more event. Like, what's that mean? My response to letting it go was to not work out for a week and let my nutrition kind of go. And <laughs> I showed up to my last workout with zero expectations, but you know, I still showed up and had a pretty good workout and turns out a good enough workout. Uh, and so then to my surprise, I qualified, which was very exciting. That was another one of my goals was to qualify as an individual. Um, and what that means is that it's not dependent on age. So I was pretty confident that I could qualify as a master. I'm 42 years old. The master's brackets begin 35 to 39. And then the next bracket is 40 to 44. Um, and so I was fairly confident that I could qualify as a master's, but I, I, my, my number one goal is to qualify as an individual. And I did. Um, so that, that was just amazing. It was amazing Yay. to meet a goal. It was amazing to surprise myself. It was amazing to like, to, to come out of the feeling of the middle of the open and then, and then kind of have this new, this newfound hope. Um, then of course it, it came to, well, am I going to do it? And that week leading up to the open, boy, I had a lot of conversations with myself and with Megan and with my husband and with other people. Like, am I going to do this? What's, you know, what's my, what's my goal now? Um, and I, and I pretty nearly talked myself out of it, especially because I knew I had that master's qualifier that, that was always on the back burner, but there I was in the middle of, uh, Thursday, learning those workouts and deciding, you know what, I'm going to show up. I'm going to show up because I want to show up with Megan and Jack. Like I knew that we, we had, we had come up with this plan. The plan was set. The kids are taken care of. Like everything <laughs> in my life was, was arranged. And I think you even said that at, at one point, Meg was just like, yeah. it's you've arranged it, you know? So that, that doesn't need to be a limiting factor. So mm -hmm. that was helpful. Um, <laughs> But, but during the weekend, boy, did I have my ups and downs um, and, and for lots of different reasons. And I think for all the kind of reasons that, that you can have ups and downs. I mean, after the first workout, my, my first takeaway that I'm able to celebrate this morning is that I did 10 strict handstand pushups. I've never done that before. Hell yeah. And they felt better as the workout went on. So it's like, wow, if I practiced these, mm -hmm. I would get that better body awareness and be able to do more. Like, I don't think it's a strength thing. I think it's a practice thing. <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> that was really cool. Yeah. My, my frustration on that first one was my journey with double unders friends and, you know, being fully transparent here, I had not been doing my pelvic floor exercises like I should have been. And so I had incontinence and that just broke me. I was so bummed. Um, I only did because of the handstand pushups only got through two rounds of the double unders and that's all it took. It doesn't, it doesn't necessarily mean a high volume of double unders for me. It could mean that I just wasn't doing my, my pelvic floor exercises. So I was mm. really, really bummed about that. And that just translated to like the whole weekend. I just wanted to cash it in so bad. And I had a really good conversation with Karen that just kind of set me, set me straight again, that, you know, if I decide not to do this, I'm not letting anyone down. If I stay doing it because I'm doing it for other people other than myself, then I'm only letting myself down. Like I get to do this. It's fun. Mm -hmm. The goal was to get here and then moving ahead is totally up to me. 
Um, so after I had a work meeting that I had to go do, I came back and Jack was in the middle of his front squat. You were warming up. And I was just like, I don't have to do this. And then I'm watching you guys squat. And I'm like, but I really like squatting. <laughs> I really like that. Turns out I really like, like, this is probably my favorite event of the weekend. And yeah. so I warmed up and I like always knew that I could stop. And I was mm -hmm. like, totally okay with that, that I could stop. And the front squat ended up going really well. And so, but it was still that just like, wow, I, I committed to like just doing what felt okay. And, um, and it felt that, it, you know, th that decision is what felt great. And I think mm. it translated probably to my performance on the front squat. Then we had the, the second test, which we did third which I already knew I wasn't going to do. I don't do GHD sit-ups. They're way too damaging on all the work I've done to, to keep and maintain the integrity of my core. I don't need to blow that all up. So I was, I was pretty okay with that decision. I got on the GHD to do a couple. I love GHD sit-ups, but I, I just, I don't do them anymore. So that was a hard workout not to do, but it was, it was for sure the smart decision. And then you know, the fourth workout was really fun and went well. And the fifth workout, I had a, I had a good idea that I, you know, wasn't going to be able to snatch 135, but I went in with a plan to try, failed 130, stripped off the weight to 85 pounds and did the workout. And it yeah. was super fun. And then I was able to watch you guys and cheer you all on. And, and that was just the right, you know, the right mindset for me. So I didn't register. I didn't submit scores in the end. I was just doing the workouts to, to see how they feel and sh shit. I made plans to be able to work out all weekend. Like I got to work out. That was really fun. Oh yeah. Um, but it was, boy, it was just like such a whirlwind of emotions. And, and I think, you know, what I really took away from it is that whole idea of, you know, what, what, what really elite athletes must have to do to keep their brain space a little bit more even keeled than let, you know, and, and you can tell who those athletes are who really mm -hmm. work on that, right? Like they don't break down, they don't get super heady in the middle of a workout. And that takes a lot of work. I think it was Karen who was saying, you know, it's a muscle, you have to practice it. It's a daily practice. And I like to think I'm usually pretty good at it, but for whatever reason this weekend, it, it was really tested. Um, mm. And I had this moment though on Saturday sitting on the rower. So I had done my 120 wall balls and I was on the rower. So I'm on the, the back end of the workout and Clay was there and my little boys were there, you know, they're three and five. And I just hear them, go mommy, go, go mommy, go. Is mommy winning? Like they're so funny. They're just their little voices. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I was just, I'm rowing outside in the sunshine with my family, with my friends. And I just had this moment of like, this is it, it, this could not be better right now. Mm -hmm. Like everything that I could possibly want in a moment, except maybe being on top of a mountain, but like everything I could possibly want is happening right now at the same exact second. This wow. is freaking awesome. So that's, that's what I, I will take away from this weekend, thankfully, after going through some other mental gymnastics, but yeah, it was, it was a gift for sure. So mm. yeah. 
but it was a lot of work to to come out of that weekend like in a positive way so i'm i applaud you because i watched the i watched <laughs> the up and downs i was there with you but like yeah man it's it was it was really cool to watch you um, work through the hard things mm. find wins but also like sit with the hard things but then move on and mm -hmm. it was it was just really really cool to watch and it makes it possible like it's okay to have hard times during workouts but being able to mentally see that and yeah. realize what's happening and move on is mm -hmm. like karen said it's a muscle you gotta work work on it yeah well i think the other thing that that hasn't happened in a while for me was like like Kristen, I mean, what a gift, like Kristen allowed us to just be athletes this weekend. Yeah. And it's been a really long time since, since that's, you know, since that's happened, like we had coaches, we had body work, we had psychotherapy, like we had logistics right. figured out. I mean, all we had to do was, was come and work out and work on our, mm -hmm. our headspace and our mindset. And, but that, you know, that wouldn't have been possible, um, without all that support. I mean, it no. really fast forwards the, the, the process, right. To mm -hmm. like, you're feeling shitty. If, you know, a lot of times, if I feel like that after a workout, it might take me a couple of days to get back to the gym. Mm -hmm. Cause I'm just like, ah, you know, I'm good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and instead in this instance it was like if you if you walk away you know that's this is kind of it right like yeah. you're, you're only gonna get this weekend you don't have to do it but if you walk away it's done yeah so let's figure out a little bit quicker <laughs> <laughs> Put this to fast forward times two yeah. yeah but would you share your mindset journey because i i'm preemptively applauding you on yours but I want to hear your, your steps. Sure. Um, all right. Well, the going into the open, I was just, you know, I signed up and I was just going to do the thing. And three weeks later, I'd be done. And we were at our coaches meeting and we were talking about athletes who could qualify. And Meg, uh, you were mentioning, you're like, well, there's Jack, coach Michelle, and then you're like, and, and you, and I'm like me, and I look behind me like me <laughs> and you're like, and then me like you and I'm like, what, what do you mean? And the whole coaches meeting, I honestly, I don't, I <laughs> think gone. that's the only, I was gone. I was like, Oh, wow. <laughs> that is cool. Like I had no idea. And right afterwards we were doing the math on like the last couple of years. And for like, you knew I was in that top top 10 in the last couple of years. And so it was about a week turnaround. I was like, all right, <laughs> got to get ready for this. Um, going into the open, the first workout, workout, I felt pretty good doing it. Um, well, I guess the first time I did it was that Thursday night and I did not feel great. Mm -hmm. um, so I learned a lot from that workout, did it again on Monday and I did much better. I was pretty proud of that. Um, 21.2, I as well felt not so great. And mm. I felt like I let myself down and I felt like 
I just, I, I lost it. And I was like, really, Megan? It's dumbbell snatch and burpee box jump overs. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and there we, TJ and I got into the car for three hours <laughs> right after that workout and drove up to Eustis. And I think about two hours and 50 minutes, I talked about how upset I was. And the other 10 minutes, I was asleep. (laughs) (laughs) And TJ was great. He like listened to me. He tried to tell me I actually did well and I finished. And a lot of people actually weren't finishing the workout and just helped me center myself again and like tell me, what I could do when I could control was take care of my body over the weekend, do my stretches, do whatever I needed to do to get my mindset around the fact that I could do this again, if I really wanted to this workout on Monday and like leave what I did behind. Like, okay. So that's what I did. I stretched. I did all the things I ate. Well, Monday morning did it again. I got like 10 seconds faster. No, I got, no, I got, yeah almost a minute minute. I got almost a minute faster yeah yeah um so I was I was happy with that That that's the best I could do (laughs) so I just really moved on from that workout (laughs) um then 21.3 I went into 9 a.m class and I had no idea what was coming out of my mouth until Karen looks at me and she's like do you know what you're saying and I'm like no no, I don't. <laughs> Cause I was really excited. Cause I was like, I'm going to do well and maybe get a muscle up. And she's like, yeah, exactly. Tell yourself you can. And I'm like, but like, I don't know if I can. She's like, you can, you, you can do it. You got to believe it though. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, well, okay, what are you going to get? I'm like, uh, I'm going to get five. And she's like, yes, you are. I'm like, okay. So <laughs> I went to the workout and every time I believed I couldn't, I heard that little voice inside me saying, ah, you you can't get that. And Mm. I would repeat over and over and over out loud. I can, I can, I can. And then I'd get it. I got seven. My hand ripped open, but I got seven, (laughs) (laughs) which was amazing. And Mm. I, I left that workout feeling so good mentally and physically, physically days after, not so great, (laughs) but (laughs) mentally I felt really good. And I'm like, wow, this mindset thing really works. Mm-hmm. And so there was a few days where Meg and I were talking and we we're like, I think we did it, but we're not sure yet because mm-hmm. the official leaderboard's not out. And I think it was Thursday. Was it Thursday? It would have been, it would have been Wednesday, mo- well, Wednesday night. Okay. You, it was the was final asleep, validation. So Thursday morning. Yeah, you probably were asleep, but um, Thursday morning when you yeah. woke up, you would have known for sure. Right. Yeah. So Thursday morning, I think I was texting you Michelle, and Michelle um, about how we qualified. And it was so exciting. Like, how cool. We got to do this thing that we just like to do. And we got to the next round in like, 10% of the, uh, the nation or the country or continent, North America. North America, yeah. So cool. So <laughs> I was on, I was still, oh, hell yeah. 
um, then the weekend comes or the week of quarterfinals. I talked a lot with Karen, like a lot. And she really helped me. Um, you know, I have the paper next to me. It was an outline of how every single workout is going to go. We talked about my goals and then she had me make gold, silver, and bronze goals. So no matter what, I was going to be really proud of where I ended mm. up because I, mm. I got somewhere that I thought I was going to get. Um, for example, I'll do, um, I'll do the last workout. Um, the last workout, my bronze. So this is the snatch and box jump over workout. My bronze goal was I was going to try my best for nine. And I was going to be happy with my, my effort. My silver goal was I'm going to get nine snatches and I'll be happy with nine snatches. My gold goal was nine snatches, nine box jump overs, and then getting back to that, just getting one more snatch. And I finished it. You didn't even make a platinum goal and you hit your platinum goal. <laughs> I know. Karen at the end, she's like, you got like... I, she probably said something better than this, but she's like, you got gold. She probably said platinum, but I was like, gold plus. <laughs> but Amazing. I, I was able to hit, I would say like four golds, four and a half golds out of those workouts out of five. And like, if I didn't make this, if I didn't think about this, I, I mm. really know that I would have just been disappointed in mm. probably all of my workouts like I could have gone faster I could have done more when no like I did the best mm. I could and I did it mm -hmm. so it was it was pretty incredible to come out of a weekend of five workouts and feel successful so that's awesome yeah yeah that's such a I've, I've never thought about it it that way before like setting goals because you set reasonable goals you mm -hmm. know but they're still like when you meet them and you're you're gonna meet something mm -hmm. like you're gonna feel awesome I mean I'm just thinking of it retroactively if I had done that I would feel well I can still do it now right I can think right. back to how I was feeling before those workouts and like oh my gosh how, how good that feels. Yeah. Right. Like one of my goals is not being sad about not doing the GHG sit up thing. Mm -hmm. Check. Yeah. Right? Like <laughs> did that, didn't do it. Made smart decisions. I, that's wow. That's so powerful. Yeah. Love that. So there was another one. Um, it was about GHG and my first way of, of phrasing it was, um, I'm going to do two GHG sit-ups and be okay with that and not getting down on myself or trying to talk myself into getting more because it's not smart mm. for my back. Mm -hmm. uh, and honestly, I'm usually one to think of just one more, just one more. Mm. Uh, and Karen messaged me back and, um, oh, where did it go? Oh, she said, don't plan for yourself to be mad about GHG sit-ups. Give yourself room to feel how you feel about it and then move on. But don't preemptively think you're going to be mad at yourself. Mm. And I was like, all right. Cause I might actually be mm. happy that I didn't do it. Like it doesn't have mm -hmm. to be an anger or a disappointment. Mm -hmm. I listened to my body and I was proud of myself that I stuck with two GHD sit-ups. So yeah, 
it was it was incredible that's so awesome yeah yeah so that was my my mindset circle wave waves i would call them waves, waves. yeah yeah i think that's <clears throat> i think that's so it is so interesting watching you know kind of kind of all of us right mm -hmm. like jack jack too because we got to see him pretty close up um and and watching all of us kind of grapple with the successes and then also what you know the I don't, I don't know what to call the other ones, but the successes mm. and then the lower parts of the waves. <laughs> Cause we all, we all had them all. This yeah. Weekend. Um, yeah. And all and, different times. Then, yeah. Multiple times. Yeah. yeah. And then, but I think the most important thing is, you know, where, where do we go from here? Right. Like, like I'm, I'm excited to talk to Karen more. I think, yeah. you know, just she, I, I hadn't had a lot of focused time um mm -hmm. with her yet i knew i knew what her what her skills and her interests were and so i was super grateful she actually came over and checked in with me after the first workout and i you know we went outside and i had a good old blubber fest i was just a wreck um and it was really cathartic to be able to do that too but by the time i came back around to front squat i don't want to say i was right as rain like i wasn't completely cleared but i was completely different in terms mm -hmm. of my mindset and then showing up the next day too it was like well if it doesn't go well you can just stop like yeah. no one's gonna be dis. you know it was just just those reminders so i think you know what what i'm gonna you know take from that mindset piece first of all i'm gonna take that that bronze silver gold i want to talk to her more about that that sounds really really powerful and how cool to listen to you like what what it did for you mm -hmm. uh, and holy shit right <laughs> and like no, i think that was the first swear on the podcast sorry y'all i don't think oh. we can censor this uh no no <laughs> i swear uh, i try and really what? It when it came out. <laughs> what you're just so excited about mindset work with karen i'm just i think mindset is the most important thing that we can do in anything in life honestly but but yeah. i think with fitness for sure yeah um i wanted to mention um one one thing about like the down the down part so like mm. my workout three which is the one we did on saturday yeah um yeah. i set a goal for myself to do eight sets of 15 on the wall balls and then um a 900 cal per hour stroke rate but in that count to 10 every stroke and then and then do five more harder strokes and then mm. count to 10. I my back blew up mm. in that workout and I was in so much pain and at the end I was so disappointed and sad and I also had a blubber fest with Karen and she mm. reminded me and I'm so thankful that she was there to remind me it wasn't my mindset that failed me. It was something I had no control over. And just like in test one, like something you had no control over in the moment. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's not, it's, it, you didn't fail and I didn't yeah. fail. And that's something to, to keep in mind as well. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's huge. And I think the parts that you can, you know, that you have control over, like after 21.2, I love that TJ helped remind you, like, here's what you can do for your body. Mm-hmm. So it's, not, you know, after your three hour car, <laughs> car ride, um, but you know, how much what we are in control of can make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and turns out our, you know, our mindset is something that we're definitely in control of, even if we don't think we are. Yeah. We might need to just flex that muscle and practice that a little bit more, but so, um, what's next? What's next? What's next? Well, so, Meg, you get, to, you get to do it all over again. Well, I can if I want to. That's true. You have the choice. I'm, I'm happy to say I'm entertaining it. Um, and, and the reason I'm entertaining it is because I'm in control of whether I want to do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, the age group online qualifier or the master's qualifier is coming up first week of May. Kind of similar format. The workouts will be released on Thursday, but we can do them in any order. We can do them at any time, but they just oh. have to be done by Monday and submitted on Monday morning. They can all be submitted at the same time. So, you know, I think what they're going for there with, with us mashkish is um, and just trying to be a little bit more accommodating work schedules, family schedules, body mm-hmm. recovery. Turns yeah. out when you're a little bit older, um, and this is masters all the way up from the 35 to 39 age bracket, all the way up to 70 plus age bracket. So we've got all sorts of ages in mm. here, but just really being mindful and, and smart and respectful of, of recovery. Um, and, and, you know, some of the workouts will be similar between uh, the, the age brackets in the masters, but as the age brackets get a little bit older, I'm, I'm anticipating that weights and rep schemes and things will change a little bit. Mm. Um, so, you know, on Thursday afternoon, like I'll have a plan logistically to make the weekend work and, and then decide whether or not I want to do it. You know, if there's a GHD workout, I'm still not going to do it. Um, I'm hopeful based on years past of age group online qualifying weekends that there are some, some high skill things in there too, like ring muscle ups and handstand walks, just some, you know, some other kind of fun stuff to play around with. Um, but I don't, I don't have to do it and I can, or I don't have to. And it's mm. uh, you know, it's about three weeks away. So I just work out and have fun in the meantime and, and not overthink it. But yeah, <clears throat> that feels like a good, a good mind space to be in right now. And, and to see that that panned out, like, I didn't know if I was going to actually register this weekend and I didn't make that decision until about one o'clock on Friday and still still did all the workouts and participated anyway, but it was just not, it was just a different sort of, um, commitment, which for mm-hmm. me and, and my mindset was really helpful. Um, but I also have, have some other goals. Like I, you and I have already set a, a soft date on doing some snatch work, um, getting some actual coaching and some eyes on me to, to work on that. And then I'd love to get a few bar muscle ups in like those. I, I know I have them, but I never mm-hmm. practice them. And so giving my body a chance to have some more awareness with them. Um, and then just being, being consistent with working out and especially with my mobility and recovery, which after a weekend of working out like this, I've, I have some room to grow. I definitely need to commit to it more. It's, you know, my legs yesterday morning were really sore 
probably yeah. sore from Friday and Saturday. And this morning they, they weren't as sore. And I mean, obviously it's another day out from those two workouts, but also had Candace working on me yesterday for a while and, mm-hmm. and shockingly did some stretching yesterday afternoon. So, Hmm, mm. did some recovery, did some mobility and I feel better. Weird. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. What's, what's next um, for you, Meg? Oh, I think, um, I think that I'm going to take a few days off. Uh, not that I want to, but I think I need it mentally mm-hmm. and physically. Um, I, in the long run, I want to work more on my muscle ups as well. I, I um, am working on stringing them. I'm working on, um, I've only had a, a handful of ring muscle ups. Um, I'd love to be more comfortable with those. And also um, want to lift some heavy squats. And I think those are coming up in the programming, which I'm very excited about. Nice. um, I I also want to make room um, for for mountain biking this year. I I didn't get to, and it's not really CrossFit related, but that's important to me and being able to go out more with Meg and TJ because I broke my pinky last year. Yeah. And the last thing is, is also mobility and recovery. And a lot of people um, that know me know I love yoga and I love to teach yoga, but I don't necessarily always do as much as I'd like to or mm. need to. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm finding that, and I, I, I made a note of this, I'm getting old. <laughs> and I, I've always heard this being said, like when you hit a certain age, like you're near 30, you're gonna mm. feel it. I'm like, no, mm. never. I'm always mm-hmm. gonna feel this good. I don't. <laughs> I'm only. I mean, I'm like, I'm young still. I know. I know that. But I'm also. I am. I. I you have to get older. I'm getting older. I gotta mm-hmm. take care of my body in that way. So I'm gonna learn that. I'm gonna be seeing uh, all my people. <laughs> so many people. <laughs> I have so many people. <laughs> The week of people. Oh my nice. gosh. <laughs> yeah. So that's, uh, that's next for me. Yay. Do you have any, anything else that you thought of? Well, I, it sounds like we just said a bunch of dates. So we've got yoga date, Meg squared. We've got mountain biking date, Meg yep. squared. We've got snatch and bar muscle up. Date, You're going to help Meg me squared. with the, some, uh, ring muscle ups there. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Yay. And yeah, it's so funny the the I the the getting old. It's um I feel like I see it so often. Well, mostly because this is where I spend most of my time, but in in the CrossFit world is like you get these, you know, near 30 or you know, just past 30-year-old people. And it's like all of a sudden the making that connection about how important mm. nutrition and sleep and, you know, when you work out, like, and I'm the worst at this and I know it, but like, if you don't stretch or do mobility after you work out, you're really going to feel it. Like, it's not mm-hmm. just, a, oh yeah. I hear people nowadays say three days on, you know, one day off. I'm like three days on. Are you crazy? What? And that's what this weekend was for me. I never work out three days in a row. Yeah. Um, but if I was better about mobility and recovery, I might be able to do more consistent two days in a row, as opposed to my every other day, because I take a day to just recover by not doing anything. Um, that's, and that's what I mean by 
being more consistent is just putting more of that that unsexy work in so that I can do some of that the sexy work <laughs> I want stretching to isn't sexy <laughs> oh boy all right <laughs> I think Speaking of food, I am hungry. Ooh, <laughs> I, yes. You can't see this, but I have. Uh, oh, look at your snack pack! I have there. snack, uh, uh, grave, grave. What, is, what am I trying to say? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, gravesite. <laughs> R.I.P. I should make a gravestone. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. We, right, we think before, we're funny. Before we go and stuff our faces, because it is it is lunchtime, we have a bunch of people we need to shout out mm-hmm. uh, who helped make this weekend possible for, for us and many other athletes. Yes. Um, and I would like to start off by shouting out Kristen, mm-hmm. uh, Coach Kristen, Beacon owner Kristen, um, for just letting us be athletes this weekend doing all of the logistics, organizing all the judges, making, you know, organizing all the workout spaces, keeping us COVID compliant and safe, us and spectators, um, and, and coming in the whole weekend yeah. with Mike and Joe and, you know, like it was just a family affair. And I just thank you so much for supporting us through this, this fitness endeavor this weekend. Do you want to flip flop back and forth? I do. Yeah. Want you do one. Okay. Um, Kristen, we're we're a few 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 more weeks, and I can give you a big hug for it. <laughs> um, I will go to Karen next. I want to thank you, thank you, thank you for teaching me and guiding me and giving me the tools to really enjoy this weekend because that's what it's all about. Awesome, and I'll second that by saying thank you for the unexpected, but much welcomed check-in. Thank you for zooming in and noticing that I needed a little positive (laughs) self-talk, but then also just checking in the whole weekend. It was so awesome. And Clay loved meeting you and Evan loved meeting you more. So (laughs) about dragons. (laughs) Dragons and the dragon cake. I can't wait to hear what I'm making for a dragon cake for my birthday. It'll be good to know. Um, I'm gonna go next to Candace for I mean, I learned about Candace this weekend that she is a licensed masseuse. What? I saw her working on Megan and thought she was just being an awesome human being. And turns out she is not only an awesome human being, but a highly skilled (laughs) human being. And so I got to benefit from, from that, from, you know, just human touch in general is so, so few and far between right now, but you know, just Mm -hmm. athletic massage is so important to our recovery. And so I credit how much better my legs and my traps and my neck feel this morning. So thank you for that. Yes. I also (laughs) second that I needed it and oh God, you saved me every Mm -hmm. before and after every workout. So thank you. (laughs) Um, I want to thank, uh, our, the two gyms that helped us, uh, CrossFit Yarmouth, thanks for letting us come crash your gym um, and letting um, me and Meg both get four cumulative GHDs <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and allowing the space for Jack to get that workout in as well while um, your athletes, Michelle and Al, were um, out doing their front squats. Um, 
it was also really fun to watch them at the end um, doing their yes. test as well. And then um, Misfit for inviting our athletes to um, participate in their quarterfinals prep that weekend before. That was really, really cool to have three gyms work together um, in, in a, the same space and some, doing something we love. Nice. And I will shout out all the judges. So we had Kristen was a judge this weekend. Nate C was a judge this weekend. Mel and Mike, um, Michelle came and judged Al from Crossing mm -hmm. Yarmouth on Sunday. And I think that's, I think those are the judges that we had. So, um, and Candace too. Is Candace a judge? No, never mind. Sorry, I'm getting I'm getting signals crossed. But um, <laughs> anyway, thank you all because in order to submit these scores, we needed to have official judges, and that would would not have been possible without you. So mm -hmm. thank you. And then speaking of other people that were at the gym, the fans. Oh my gosh, how amazing <sighs> did it feel that to have even ten people just cheering you on? It, it just mm -hmm. it it lifted me up when I needed it and it just kept me going. So thank you guys for coming and hyping us up all Absolutely. weekend long. Yes, <laughs> and those on Facebook in, too. Yeah. I was going to say the in-person fans were amazing, but then also going back mm -hmm. and, and checking out the, you know, I, I didn't watch all the videos, but watching some of the videos. Well, I watched my rowing technique to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I just thought of another shout out, but, um, but the fans on on the live stream too, like yeah. going back and reading your comments and and just seeing that support there. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. And I'll throw in a little also thank you to Coach Liam because I reached out in desperation on Saturday night. I was just like, Liam, help my rowing. Oh my gosh, I can't even stand to watch it. And he gave a bunch of feedback. So that's my shout out, but also my like, Coach Liam is really good uh, with rowing and rowing feedback. So if you are someone who loves or doesn't love the rower or is looking for some feedback there, I'm going to, I'm going to throw that plug in because I know he listens to the podcast. Liam, yes. do not watch my row, but I'll take some, I'll <laughs> take some pointers one. in person. <laughs> no, was, not on test five. <laughs> don't look at me. <laughs> do not watch that. <laughs> Mike came up to me after a little um, tangent, but Mike G came up to me after he's like, that's, so I see what you mean every time that you correct me on the row. Like, I'm like, <sighs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yes. I was oh doing what God. I tell people not to do. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh man. But I also want to thank TJ. He was my biggest <sighs> cheerleader. He was mm -hmm. the person in my ear for every single workout. And he was just, he kept me going and kept me pacing well. And I just love him so much. Oh, yay. <laughs> and I'll shout out my guys too. I had the Jones boys in attendance on yes. Saturday outside. Oh. And same thing, having Clay there, just, it was hilarious afterwards so in the moment he was like great job great pace on that row find your pace good form good and then on Saturday night I'm like tearing apart my rowing and he's like yeah, yeah. so I didn't want to say anything in the moment but 
and then proceeded to give like a lot of the same feedback oh, that so Liam funny. was giving. But I was like, thank you for just cheering me on in the moment. That yeah. was exactly what I needed. I could hear that happening. And oh. I was imagining it was at me and I was like, nope, it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, good pace. Yeah, you found that good pace. I was like, I do not know how to pace on the rower. I don't like, my row is just such a crapshoot. So thanks, babe. <laughs> and then- my little boys too. I love that they got to see all of that happening mm. and everyone was so kind to them. And it was so cool having them back in the gym and just running around and playing, but also seeing all these strong people doing what we love for fun and mm-hmm. being supported by the community. So that was really awesome to have that again. I also, um, I didn't mean to cut you off. Did you have some? No, you didn't. Okay. No. Um, I want to shout out Julie for also coming and yes. doing the workouts with us. Um, Julie just <laughs> wanted to suffer with us. <laughs> She's like, I just want to, I want to, you know, try out the workouts and get fitter. I'm like, sweet. All right. Great. Here we go. And Casey too. For yeah. And right Casey, her. Awesome. we could feel the energy the whole time. Yes. It was really, really fun. Um, so I'm glad you, I'm glad you asked and I'm glad it worked out. <laughs> yeah. Glad you suffered with us. I know. <laughs> and then everyone else who had, you know, at all a part in things, even if it's just asking questions about what the open is or what quarterfinals is, or, you know, checking in on how, how we were doing, or, you know, it's just the, the, the beacon community is really awesome. And it was out in full force this weekend. So thank you all for, for being a part of that. And yeah playing along thanks and we'll, guys we'll see you back in the gym and working on those mindsets and <laughs> taking care of our bodies and uh i guess the next kind of big thing is stay in tune for the masters because there are other people who qualified mm. but i will leave it to them to share if they so choose so awesome great talk Good job, folks. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about the, the masters, by the way. Yeah. Well, we'll probably do just thinking about the timing. Hopefully you and I can get another episode about something in before then. But then, yeah, maybe we can break that one down a little bit. I don't know if we need to spend as much time, but it'll be another experience. It'll be sure. another experience. <laughs> All right. All right, y'all. See ya. Enjoy your days. We'll see you soon. Well, listen to you. They'll listen to us soon. Listen to us soon. And we'll see you soon for real in person. Oh, yeah. In the gym. At the gym or elsewhere. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye, gals. Bye, everyone.